You know what? I'm doing a podcast today. I'm going to do a podcast today, baby. It's the top of the new year. It's the end of the old year. Whenever you listen to it. But I'm going to bump this Chad Conquer line with you. You could die because a bitch lied when she switched sides. You could run, but you can't hide. I'm going to get mine. You could die from just being. Sometimes I just gotta play a little bit of music because I gotta let y'all into my process, right? What makes me want to pod? You see, I'm all I'm giddy, like a little kid, and I shouldn't be this giddy to do what I do every week, but I love it so much. And then I got my partner playing in the background. Shout out to Chad, man. Chad Conquer Line, best rap in New Orleans right now. And we're going to let this ride out. We're going to let this ride out. We're going to go into, it's a new year. It's a new day. But ain't shit you going to do going to change until you change it. Oh, yeah, yeah, till you change it. So, man, it's a new year. And I don't like to reflect too much on old years. Hold on, let me turn this fan off. I don't like the extra noise. I'm just going to sweat in here. Sorry, boink. Got my sweat rag. Got my Marv rag. Shout out to my guy Marv. He just turned 30. Yesterday as I'm recording this, but uh, who knows when this is coming out. But (laughs) it's a new year. It's a new day, but won't nothing change unless you change. And I think every year I come on here and I pretty much just – Speak poorly on New Year's resolutions because, you know, I'm not a New Year's resolution guy. I'm I'm like, hey, you're going to change when you want to change. If it's January 1st or it's December 31st or if it's March 4th, uh, you're going to change when you feel like changing. So I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, New Year, we're going in a new direction with the pot. We're not. I mean, the only difference, only thing we're doing different here, top of the year, I'm going to start back booking different guests, but that. It's way less New Year's resolution and more more um I don't have um I, I my schedule is more regular now. I've been traveling so much for work that it's just like, hey bro, I'm really not trying to book too many guests all crazy and stuff like that. So uh we're back, we're back, new year, new me. Yes, all right, we're hitting the gym, we're gonna do all the great things that we can do. You could die cause the nigga ain't had no aim. It wasn't for you, but the bullet ain't got no name. Bro, you really can die. Because the nigga ain't got no aim because that bullet wasn't for you because they have no name. So you be careful what y'all doing out here for New Year's, man. If they out there shooting, you go inside. You go inside. You just go shoot fireworks. Don't go shoot guns, man. Don't go shoot no guns. But um, let's uh, New Year's resolution. It's a new year. It's a new day. Let me just talk a little bit about 2021 for me. Man, it was a year of setbacks. <laughs> uh, I made some decisions in my career that, you know, some could say would have set me back. I made some decisions in my personal life that set me back. And not set me back long term, but set me back in the short term, given the situations that I was dealing with and stuff like that. But it's okay. Uh, I made some decisions that, I mean, shit, coming off of what we were doing during quarantine, yeah, man. Pod took a step back. It's okay. 2021 was a year setback. I think I've been in the worst shape of my life in 2021, not even 2020, 21, 21, 2021, the worst shape I've been in in my life. Uh, Hell, I caught COVID in 2021. Setbacks, man. It was the year of setbacks. Um, It's been a different year, man. And I made it through. It's a new year. I don't think that my fortunes are going to change over because the year starts. I think my my fortunes change over when I change my process, when I change my approach. You know, maybe I change my karma. Good karma. Shout out to Marv. But it, it, that's what I think that's what it takes. I, I don't think when the calendar res- resets, right, everything else does. I think everything just continues to exist as it does. And re- we reset with the calendar. So maybe. Maybe I'll come up with a New Year's resolution this year. Maybe I'll say, you know what? 
I'm going to grow the following. I'm going to grow the TikTok. I'm on TikTok now. Big baby to go on TikTok. Shop with me. But anyways, man, so instead of just coming here and just trashing the whole New Year's sentiments, I think it's actually pretty important for those who actually abide by those, man. So if the New Year's resolution is what helps you get through your new year and it helps you set goals, man, do that. And if not, if you set goals as you see fit, man, just set goals. Do what works for you. All right, man. So Wallow had a very interesting post um, that I saw on the gram. Once you post your personal business on social media, you give people access to your life. So don't be upset when they criticize your life. You ask for it. You accept the like. So accept the BS. Stop complaining. Wallow. That might be one of the best posts that you've ever had in your life. You hear me? I mean, one of the best posts that you've ever had in your life because when I read that, I go, yeah. Yes, Wallow. People want to live the life of fame, but they don't want to pay the cost to be the boss. And they want their cake and they want to eat it too. And every time I see... I see posts like this. I'm like, yes, I got to use that as a topic, right? Because, because once you open the door, you can't be mad when the mosquitoes come in the house. I don't know about y'all. I'm from the country where there's mosquitoes and sweat rags, but there's mosquitoes. And what happens in your house, like what happens is we get screen doors and I'm not talking about the screen door relationship that I told y'all about that most of y'all in because, you know, some of y'all just be going in and out. You know what I mean? The door ain't all the way closed, but y'all ain't all the way open. You know, screen door, screen door. And anyways, uh, you, you, you have a screen door so you can, you know, have the door open, get the natural sunshine, get the natural air, um, but not get the skeeters. Because those mosquitoes will come in and they'll bite you. But once you open that door and, and you know, you allow your privacy to be invaded, you're going to be bit. People are going to talk. The blogs are going to run with it. And you're going to say, bro, why can't I just live my life? I just want to live my life. Yeah, man, it sounds good. It sounds great. I just want to live my life too. But once you put yourself out there in the public eye, you're going to be in the public eye. And they're going to look at you as long as it makes sense. I mean, if you just look at the topics that I have today, a bunch of topics that I... I really fucking hate if we're being honest. Uh, there are topics that are people in the public eye. And what do I do? Let's find something in the public eye and make it make sense to the private eye. No detective. But I, I think it's so important for those who want to be in the public eye to say, hey, I'm out here, baby. This is my life. Y'all going to see what y'all going to see, and we're going to live with it. Uh, I mean, for me personally, I, I don't know if I could ever go crazy public with another relationship because of because I'm trying to be in the public eye. And there are parts of me that I want in the public eye, and I'm okay with that. There are other parts of my private life that I want to be able to go home and escape the public eye and live in privacy. And I, I, I see that from many people who are in media, who are talking heads. You don't know who they're married to. You don't know who they're dating. You don't know about their kids. Why? Because it's not important to their job and they want to, to, to shield them from all the extra stuff that comes from it. Sure, they may get spotted out at a restaurant, but you're not living your relationship in the public sphere. And I just really rock with Wallow for for this post because I, I think so many people take it for granted that they're in the public eye. And they think that because they're in the public eye, they get to control the narrative around what happens with them instead of 
there being another narrative that people observe. And you can't get mad at people for poking around in your private business when you make it public because it's no longer public. All right, so let's get to another public issue. You know what I mean? Like, shoot your shot if you love her. Let me see. Where we at with it? Where we at? Where we at? So we're going we're gonna to slide over here. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on, let's restart this video. Into the podcast. I am so glad that. No, because he be, he be, he make me feel like, bitch, how old is you? Like, grow the fuck up. Oh, he, he get do, you. Yeah, that. he do that to me. Then he makes me be like, up. okay, let me. Because I used to pack my shit up. Like, bitch, I'm leaving. Fuck you, bruh. That's Facebook me. Facebook Really never booked the flight. Fake booking the flight. Like calling my manager, like, yeah, bitch, book me a flight home. Fuck this nigga. Da, da, da. You know, calling my mama, throwing shit, breaking shit, fighting, and then like, now you gotta stop me from leaving. But I was never going nowhere. Oh yeah, you were talking about pull your gun out and show me like, bitch, leave. I wish you would walk out the door. Right. She from the shine. She's gonna shine. She's from Chicago. You folks. already pull your gun out. Well, then where's she from? <laughs> I'm finna just sit down because I got a son. I'm not trying to die. I got a son. So I'm only staying because I got a son. I don't want you to shoot me. That's the most Chicago shit I've ever heard in my life. I've never, that should be like under the Chicago flag. It should be just like that. Yeah. A Chicago love story. No, because he was. A Chicago love story, right? Uh, let's just start here with Miss Ari Lennox. Ari Lennox, not Ari Lennox. Uh, Ari the Don. Sorry, Ari Lennox. Apologies. That ain't healthy. If that's what you need for your partner to prove to you that they care about you, I'm going to need for you to go to therapy and get the healing. I'm going to need for you to take some time to yourself to figure it out. I'm going to need for you to take some time with your son and raise your son and show your son true love and see that, 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 that agape love, you know, that unconditional love that you receive from your son and understand that you can receive, you know, about 98% of that from somebody else, because yeah, there are going to be some conditions. going to be some conditions. Now only your kids and God going to love you unconditionally. Now your partner, couple conditions but that ain't gonna be the whole thing I, I i need you to go feel love pure love real love you need a search for real love someone that sets your heart free real love you need to search for some real love because doing all that carrying on for what what does it accomplish i'm gonna leave I'm packing all my, and now all you got to do is unpack it. All you got to do is unpack it. And then you keep doing it and doing it, and one or two things happen. It gets ignored. It's like, she's not going anywhere. So have your little tantrum. Do your little thing. I'm going to sit here and chill, and when you get done, we can have a responsible conversation at the adults, right? Or... You're going to get hit with that what you don't want. This ain't what you want. All right. You need some help packing? What Robin, what, 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 uh, Robin Harris said? You got to go, you got to go. You know what I mean? Like, if that's what you want to do, you can, you can pack up and you can get the hell on and here's what we're going to do. You're going to give me that key? Which, no, fuck it. Keep the key. You'll come back. It won't work. Bada boom, bada bang. And I, <laughs> and then the host is like, bro, that's that that's that shot town love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, I'm the same way. Well, both y'all the same kind of stupid. <laughs> y'all remember when I talked about that strand of stupid? Everybody got a strand of stupid. Well, them two stupids got the stupidest strand of stupid. The you gonna if you don't, if you don't, if you don't try to kill me to show you me you love me, you don't love me. Oh no, you don't love yourself. Uh, Ari, do you need a hug? 
do you need some positive reinforcement? Because what you got going on, <laughs> that ain't it, sis. That's not the move. You, you, you deserve better than that. You need to let that hurt go, sis. If you need somebody to pull their pistol out and say, girl, you ain't leaving me. Where my pistol at? I guess I ain't bring it in. I was gonna pull my pistol out for the podcast. Like, hey, girl, y'all, y'all, y'all users ain't leaving me. I'd be damned if my listeners leave me, boy. It's gonna be some smoke in the city, and I'm gonna be 38 hot, but I carry a 40. <laughs> now, how crazy is that? That you want attention so bad. That you want somebody else to pull out a gun, a, a weapon that's been used to to kill partners. You got to understand, like, I I know somebody. One of my mother's co-workers, early 2000s, domestic violence incident. And, 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 bro, I remember the day. I mean, plain as day. I remember seeing the lady. I remember her outfit the day before she passed away, the day she passed away. Being at home, getting a phone call, and it's storming crazy outside. Then the, the sky goes all nuts. And she was killed by her husband, who then killed himself. How many times have we seen this? And you playing around like, hey, no, man, I want you to pull that thing out and prove to me that you love me. Hey, back, money back. I'm sure you won't hear this, but I'll post it, and I'll tag you in it. What's that? 2355. Where my pen at? I'll write it down in my notes so I can come back here. 2355. Look here, man. If if that's what you're doing to prove to your girl that, that you love her. Like old girl said, you don't love me. You don't love me. I know I love her. Like, hey, bro. I wouldn't even give her that satisfaction. Because if that satisfies her, then you should satisfy yourself. And receive your satisfaction from elsewhere. Because that's not okay, man. That's not healthy. You say, I got a son, I got a son. Well, what if your son's in the house and you pull one of these one of these stunts? Kids are a product of their environment. We are a reflection of our parents. We tend to end up looking for what our parents had in a relationship. So is that what you want your son to look for? You want your son to be the guy who pulls out the, the pistol and be like, hey, Shawty, you know what I mean? You going to stay, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want you to be here. You know what I mean? It's a money bag. If you're pulling out that pistol, you're a sucker. Straight up. That's some sucker shit. Unacceptable. But let's go to her response to all this. That's what really threw me off, man. She said, I got so much power over the internet that it's scary. Out of all the funny and real shit we talked about, y'all chose to the topic of guns. This is so sad, and it's proof that y'all just want to really bash a motherfucker. Y'all find the negative shit in everything and try to blow it up. I was exaggerating. Nobody wants a gun pulled out on them. Please shut the fuck up. Well... You're not an actress yet. I'm sure somebody will give you a movie gig. And you're going on a podcast saying you want your man to shoot you. What do you expect? I mean, what do you expect people to to take away from this? Like, you said it, so they ran with your words. So you're saying that you lie? You're saying that you make anything up just for content? I mean, it's one thing to do it in your music, but it's a whole other thing to do it in an interview. You you, you just think we're going to assume that you're lying? If that's what you think we're going to assume, then you're an ass. And it's ain't a you and me. Not you just the ass. Not the ass that you bought, that you paid for. No, you know, you're just an ass, like a donkey. Like that, that don't get a day that, that Charlotte fraud, the, 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 the idol God gives away. Yeah. You one of them, a hee-haw or, or what's his name? Carlos Mencia, the joke. So you a dude to do. 
I stole that from Carlos Mencia, by the way. Make sure he knows that uh, somebody stole one of his jokes, you know? Like, I mean, when you let him know that, then whoever he stole that from, you let them know that too, okay? Yeah, I mean, that's what you are. You a, you a, you a, don't stop that. Now stop that. Because you a, and you had that much power over the internet, bro. Do you know, like, it's one thing, you're, you're popular. You're popular. So, so yes, you do have some power over the internet. But when you say some wild stuff like that, and then you're speaking on one of the most popular rappers in the game right now, you got people going, damn, bro, money bag, pulling out the strap on old girl just to keep it there. What a sucker. Let's get, let's get to this next post. One. You're ugly. You don't even have a man, first of all, who wants to pull out a gun on you, especially to not leave. Nobody wants to do that, okay? Not to you. Nobody even cares about you that much to do that. Two, y'all are in the comments like, oh, when I was um in a relationship, this boy put out. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody cares. We don't care. We don't care. We do not care at all. Like, we don't care. We don't care. We don't. We just don't care. One time my boyfriend, so what? So what? And now what? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Y'all trying to victim. You, you want to be a victim so bad? Why you want to be a victim so bad? I know I look crazy. Y'all don't worry. But like, we don't, we do not, I swear, I promise to Jesus, we do not care. Like, Oh, I think I got one more. I got one more here just to finish it out. Let me see. Into the podcast. I am so glad that this got all this attention because my girl about to blow up. And that's what it's really all about. Like, nobody cares about, you know, all the negative stuff. Like, like let's stay focused on what this is really about. This is about my girl podcast is going up. Like, it's lit. All y'all with. It's lit. So, hold on. There's a few things I want to pull out of this. Like, I'm going to go on the last. I'm going to, like, work my way, like, from bottom to top. So, what she last said. What it's really all about is making my girlfriend podcast lit. So, you hop on a podcast. You tell lies. Just to blow up your girl's podcast. Is that what we're doing in the content world today? Do I just need to bring somebody on Big Baby's podcast to tell a bunch of lies? Do I just need to drop a couple hundred dollars? Yeah, a couple hundred. I ain't dropping too much more than that. When somebody come in here and just lie and then make my show, like get my numbers going crazy. Or should I just come up on here and lie just to make my numbers go crazy? Or at what point do we have integrity? I get it that. The clicks make the money. I get it that the downloads make the money. I get it that the impressions make the money. I get it that Ari makes the money. Like, her name brings money. Uh, I mean, part of why I talk about her is because, you know what? People care about Ari. So let me talk about Ari. I'm just not going to praise Ari like the people do. I'm going to wipe her ass off my forehead because she's nothing but sweat. You know what I mean? It's that stuff that I guess you need to keep you cool, but God almighty, it stinks. Ours <laughs> is the type of topic that I need to, to try to relate to the people who don't, I don't necessarily wake up and want to talk to, but man, talking about this shit stinks. <laughs> or it sucks. I'm pretty sure she does that too. <laughs> Maybe even the gun barrel. <laughs> Y'all better stop playing with me. Because <laughs> I can make a joke. <laughs> what is name? What, what's cool to say? I can make cocaine. Yeah, boy, I can make a joke, man. <laughs> so, if it's all about the clouded, man, if it's all about blowing up, blowing up, then, man, y'all go for it. But at some point... I, I feel like you got to have morals. You got to have, you got to have, you know, standards. You got to have, you got to have dignity. You know what I mean? Like, what is your worth? But then maybe where she comes from, money's the motivation. And, and no matter how you get to the money is what you do. 
Fortunately for me, shout out to my mom, shout out to my dad, shout out to my family. I grew up fairly comfortable. I grew up middle class. So my desire to not be broke probably ain't the same as everybody else's because I ain't never been like real broke before. Like, I didn't definitely not have money in my bank account, but I knew where my next meal was coming from. I knew where my shelter was coming from. I was still well taken care of. And I knew where my next paycheck was, when my next paycheck was coming. But if I didn't, I knew that somebody would take care of me. And that sounds real privileged and entitled, but I promise you I'm not because my mama struggled too, but she struggled in a way that, you know, still took care of me and she took sacrifices for herself. Uh, unlike some of you parents, uh, so that I didn't have to feel the pain of the struggle. So I, maybe I'm just speaking from a place of, of, of privilege of middle-class privilege. I understand like how people can sell out for clout. But when she starts talking about the, Oh, you ugly. You, uh, you don't even have a man that want to pull out, man. Shut up. Just shut the fuck up. That might be the dumbest shit that's ever came out of your motherfucking mouth in your motherfucking life. And I didn't even spent, plan on speaking on this podcast like this. Sorry to my Facebook listeners. Hey, Pops, if you hear this one, I'm sorry for the foul language. But, I mean, you understand. I, I had to keep it funky with Shawty because she's stupid. Hashtag team stupid. Um, but I think she did bring out a great point. People want to be a victim. Nobody actually cares. Guess what? Nobody cares what you're going through, except for the people who care about you. If I don't know you, care less. I can come on here and talk about topics, and, and I promise you, I can, like, talk about them. I can provide nuance. I can do all this cool podcast shit. But when it comes down to, like, the, the raw topic itself, when we get down to the bare bones, I could care less what actually happens to these people that I don't know. Now, Dolph, I care about him, R.P. Dolph. Ari, I want you to be in a happy relationship because I want everybody to be in a happy relationship. But I promise you, I'm going to go to bed at the same time tonight as I would if your relationship was good or bad. I know you don't care because you just put it out there. But for you people who think that people care about you, if people don't care about you, they don't care about you. The ones who truly care about you, they care. But when you got to go to social media, you got to go to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. To, to get people to care about your problems more times than not, they truly don't care about your problems. So if you're fine, if you're looking for people to care there, then you should go elsewhere. Ooh, boy, I should be a rapper. All right, man. I've talked about this entirely too long, man. Yeah, let's, let's talk about provider going to hell. Let me find this. Here we go. Yeah. Sugar, if you like one fifty fifty, it's goes right here. I love my man. Me and my man split the rent. I don't need bitches voting. Yeah. Two thumbs up, you get from me. I approve the thing. Me, never split the rent from me. Look, I pay the light bill, do the little gas bill. That's the 50 baby. That's as far as I'm going. But I also say this. If you get in a relationship because you need your rent paid, you're dating somebody just to pay your rent, then bitch, you need to get a job. But if someone is staying with you, if a man is staying with you, then I feel like a man is supposed to pay. First of all, it's in the Bible. Go ahead. It's in the Bible. It is in the Bible that a man is supposed to be the provider. So what you going to go against the Bible? So another terrible clip from this Ari in a podcast that I don't know, and I will not say their name, even if I did know it is. I paid a letter bill under that, you know. And then Tommy Lee comes out. It's in the Bible. It is in the real book. Let me tell you about the Bible. Most of us haven't read it. Most of us selectively quote scripture. A lot of us don't contextualize it. And most of us, probably all of us, understand it differently. 
And that's okay. Because we like to find convenience in the arguments that we want to make. And I've talked about that on this platform before of why I'm so slow to to trust research, not because the research, not because research is not a good thing to do. It's not important, but oftentimes you're researching to prove something. So you're going to find the research that proves what you're looking for and you don't get paid to find research that gives you like you don't get to go into research looking for nothing and finding an answer. You're looking for an answer and you're looking to prove or disprove it, right? And for so many things, there's enough research to prove or disprove damn near any topic. So then we got this right here, this 50-50 thing. Like, oh, man, the Bible says, well, man, the Bible says you shouldn't eat pork. The Bible says that Jews and Gentiles shouldn't mix, if I remember correctly. The Bible says um, no fucking before marriage. Uh, the, the, the Bible says a lot. It says a lot, and I'm not going to sit here and tell you what the Bible says isn't right or isn't wrong, because uh, I'm not this kind of podcast. Maybe when I bring the preachers on. But what I want to talk about is the fact that let's not pick and choose when we want to follow the Bible just to make a point. Uh, and Tommy had a good point. If you're looking for a man to pay your rent, you can't pay your own rent. Yeah, yeah, you're a bum. But at the same time, if you look, if if you are with a man and he's not providing, he's wrong. How loved you, baby? How loved you, baby? Come again, say what? How loved you, baby? How loved you, baby? If if I gotta pay for everything, you just gotta sit here and give me a wet spot and friction. I'm sorry, man. My response is gonna be a little bit different. Screw you guys and going home. Okay, that's it. Screw you guys and going home. I'm going home. What I need you for? Extra heat, extra meat. And I ain't talking about the meat. I'm talking about in the freezer. I got all this extra. You ain't helping out. And it's not even a matter of fact of whether I can do it. But if I'm doing, if I'm doing, if we're going 50-50 financially, right? Well, where are you making up for that? If we're not going 50-50 financially, where are you making up for that? Uh, this idea that relationships are just one-sided are just crazy to me. And, and, and don't get me wrong. A lot of people put too much into the money. So many of us put too much into the money, but there are other things that you cannot monetize that make a relationship work. And I support that. If, if, you, if, if you provide something that I can't put a dollar figure to, I don't mind putting the money to the other thing that you may not be able to put the money to. But the Bible said it. The Bible said a lot of things. Just make sure you follow the Bible. But how much is too much? So it came out that Dr. Dre has to pay out $100 million in his divorce settlement. And it's a lot of money. I mean, that is a lot of money, but how much is too much? Because we, you got Dr. Dre who's worth, I I don't care. According to Celebrity Net Worth, Dr. Dre is worth $820 million. So he has to give his wife, his ex-wife, $100 million. And he's left with $720 million. Boo, freakity who. From me to you, right? Because that's not my money. But, I, you know, I got, a, I got into a conversation with some friends. And they were like, well, she didn't make a beat. She didn't help him build his empire. Why is she entitled to that? And maybe I'm pandering to the women. But I think that when you are dating, you're married to someone like a Dr. Dre. And y'all are building a family. I, I'm more than confident that you put a lot of your life on hold. I, I, I am more than confident that you have to, in order for it may, in a, in order for y'all the dynamic to work uh, the best for y'all, you have to, you know, accept his lifestyle and live it instead of living your own. And if that's what what works for you, that works for you. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. But what I'm going to say is, is that 
let's not discount what she could have done for Dr. Dre. You know, maybe she goes, he goes, hey, listen to this artist, Eminem. Like, check this guy out. He's white, but check this out. Does this work for you? Oh, yeah, he can rap. Because what a lot of what a lot of people don't know is, is when you work in an industry, the people in the industry, they have a certain industry standard, but that oftentimes is not aligned with the standard of the consumer because those who work in it, they like the art of it. They they like the, the nuts and bolts. They even like the science of it. You know, they like all of they like. They like, oh, he put together those words nicely. Oh, yeah, that boy can make a beat. That boy can rap. But the people on the outside go, oh, you know what? That sounds good to my ear. That catches my ear because I'm not looking for the detailed, nuanced parts of this. I'm just looking for something that I can vibe to, something that I can relate to. So how many times do you think he played a beat for her? How many times do you think he played an artist for her? How many times do you think she's, she supported the house and explained stuff to the kids? How many times do you think she held him down when he was gone, when he was going through it, maybe when he wasn't motivated? I mean, that's what a good partner does. That's what a good woman does. That's what a good wife does. So we shouldn't discount her contribution to his empire. Now, was she the prime factor? No. Was she the driving force? Absolutely not. Well, can we sit here and act like she was nothing to it and she walks away with nothing in America? No. And guess what? And if you want your old lady to walk away with nothing if it doesn't work, prenup is something that you need to have because when she leave your ass, she's going to leave a half. She didn't get half, but the one-eighth that she got... <laughs> Plenty enough for me. You understand what I'm saying? I don't, don't get me wrong. I ain't trying to give up a hundred mil. Hell, I'm just trying to make a hundred mil. Yeah, I'm just trying to make one meal. But the point of it is, is that don't discount what a good partner does for a mogul. Don't discount what a good partner does for you when, when they're covering up the slack of the things that you're not doing while you're gone. And it goes back to the 50-50, man. What is 50-50? Because people like to make 50-50 financial. It's not just financial. What's happening for you emotionally, psychologically? Uh, how are you inspired? How are you, how are you, what is giving you that level of comfort to be able to go away and, and, and perfect your craft and work hard and know that you're going to come home to a great house. You're going to come home to a partner and your partner has managed that house for you while you were gone. But how close is too close? Apparently Kanye bought a $4.5 million house across the street from Kim Kardashian. And, and some say that's too close. I say, well, maybe they're trying to co-parent that. And that's the best way to co-parent. I don't know. Not my family, not my problem. But how close is too close? How close would you want to live to your ex-partner <laughs> when you've broken up? And obviously, they're both still out. They're both out dating. Uh, uh, Ye's been spotted with some models and some IG models. Kim's been out with Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's a killer out here. Now, Pete Davidson hit my old lady. and I'm disgusted, and that's why she's my old lady and not my old lady. But money aside, like Pete Davidson, that pale pasty motherfucker. How did you go from me to him? You remember when I said, or when Ye said, but now I'm going to say there's a thousand of you, only one of me. Did you not take that to heart? I mean, because that's the bottom line. Because Big Baby said so. You know, glass starts shattering, you know. I mean, like, Pete freaking Davidson. But anyways, back to the topic. How close is too close? I mean, I, I, I have not seen the two properties. I don't know how close they actually are. Maybe it's overblown with them being neighbors. Because they may be neighbors, but that doesn't mean you can see in and out uh, from where you are. Because we're, we're, we're talking about Beverly Hills. That's where I want to be. Bunch of rich people stuff. And I've driven through Beverly Hills. It's a lot of 
houses up there, a lot of houses, but it's really secluded. You can't see in everywhere, you know. But how close is too close? Is that too close? Do do we think that Kanye is just gonna pop up on Kim's house? Bound to falling in love. You know what I mean? Uh, is that what we're gonna get? Well, guess who's going to jail tonight? Tell nigga Peter come outside, cause I'm going to jail tonight. You understand me? Like, or is it just really them making a decision because he travels, she travels, and all they're trying to do is make it easier for the kid exchange and and spend time with the kids when they're in their downtime, you know, because that, that could be it. And it's, it, and it's played as Kanye doing this, but for all we know, the both of them could have um, could have agreed on that, and that's what worked best for them. Talent over, overcomes all. So let me get to, back to Instagram. I uh, saw another interesting post. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We have. Here we go. Here we go. Here we. Oh, man, I'm doing it all wrong. There we go. Let's go. There we go. So post comes out and it's like. It wasn't iconic when we did it. Faith on Love reveals. Whatever. Faith on pretty much love, love reveals that he only got paid two, two, $2,500 for being in Friday. Big perm. And somebody goes, yo, it's wild that Ice Cube act like he be. He. For the people. The whole time being robbing his own people. Pay them people at Faith on Love has at Chris Tucker, RIP AJ Johnson. Ice Cube goes back to the I didn't rob nobody. The 1995 Friday movie cost $2.3 million to make, shot it in 20 days. Faith on worked one day, maybe two. All the actors got paid to scale to do the movie. over they could have simply said no but they didn't so miss me with that and then somebody said chris tucker left because of because of uh the money and chris joked and said they got paid in like weed and crackers or something like that but then ice cube came back and said chris was offered 10 to 12 million dollars for uh friday after next but because of religious really reasons he didn't want to be cursing and smoking on on camera so he day day then we have my man Michael Blackson who chimes in. Find the darn post. Michael Blackson pretty much chimes in and said, Yeah, he didn't get paid much for the movie either, but it was the opportunity. He got paid for. Oh, here we go. There we go. Ice Cube is not to be blamed for us getting paid. So little. It's the film industry paying skill. I got paid $800 a day when I did next Friday plus overtime. I made $1,200 for one day's work. Of I can't get jiggy with this shit. Thanks to next Friday, I became the biggest African comic. Then the caption of the tweet. Uh, just like any other job, there's entry-level pay for first-timers. Once you make a name for yourself, you can demand any amount of money that you want. And if they want you, they will pay. At Ice Cube, thanks for all the Friday friends. Thanks for the Friday franchise because it got me where I am today. When I produce my film, I'm paying my. I'm not reading that, but then there's a there's a, uh, another response from Faison, which I thought was pretty classy. To be perfectly honest, he was like, first of all, I not only consider Ice Cube a comrade, but my brother, and I'm still a fan. I think he's one of the dopest in words too. Ever touch a mic? Yeah, I said in words. I guess it's a slow news week, so let me say what I got paid is a moot point. It was the price of admission to a game. 
I have zero regrets. Actually, I wanted to take this time to thank Ice Cube, DJ Pooh, and Felix Gray, Felix Gary Gray, for letting me be a part of such an iconic picture. I truly have nothing but love for these brothers, West Side. So I really wanted to hit that to say, hey man, you can't demand a bag till you're worth the bag. Even if you even if you're good enough for the bag, until you until you show that you're worth the bag, you won't get the bag. Um you don't show up to a job entry level making six, seven figures, right? You gotta work your way up. Even if you have the skill set in order to demand that until you can prove that. To somebody who signs a check, you're never gonna get it. Uh, you know, like me, I sit here on this podcast and I and I and I think I have a great podcast. I think I'm really good at talking about things. I think I'm better than a lot of people that I hear on TV. But guess what? I haven't proven to anybody that I'm worth that type of money. I haven't proven to anybody that I'm worth that type of chance. So I can't get mad that I'm paying two podcasts instead of getting paid two podcasts, right? Yeah, let's a little bit of transparency here, right? Um so that's what life is when you start on the ground floor. There's nothing wrong with starting on the ground floor, but understand that when you're on the ground floor, you're on the ground floor. You get what you get. The budget is the budget. They pay you what they pay you. And if you don't want it, that's fine. You can walk away from it. But but you can't be mad that you accept what the industry is going to pay you, what you know, I say your worth is what somebody will pay you for. Your worth is what somebody will treat you like. So so don't get so caught up on what you think you're worth because the market dictates value. And until the market take dic- the market dictates that you have value, you're not gonna get you're not getting paid. It ain't personal. It's business, and that's what happened in Fridays. Almighty Jay, he needs to talk to Almighty God, boy. This young fella is a nut. Let me see if I can find him. Almighty J says he doesn't ever use condoms. I walk by faith, not by diseases. Well, let me tell you, you can faithfully walk into, if you're not being faithful, you're going to walk into some diseases now because you out here just sticking, sticking, poking, 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 poking. And you are, you are a, a rapper and, you know, used to be with Black China, I do believe. Uh, you, you famous and, and you think everything you sticking is clean. Hopefully, whatever you stick, you can uh, take penicillin. Or, 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 yeah, penicillin, I can't think of the other one. And that'll clean you right out. But young fella, you're not God. You need to talk to the almighty God, almighty Jay. Because for one, your name, you're, you're not God, so you're not almighty. Jay. I'm call you Jay. Jay, you need to put your D in a C. Yes, your dick in a condom, Jay. Yes, DCG, Dick Condom J. That's what you need to do because I get you. You walk by faith. We've come this far by faith, leaning on the law, trusting in holy word. He's never failed me yet. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do all of this stuff. You can lean on faith. You can lean on God. But guess what? God gives you resources. God gives us technology. God allows us to create technology and cultivate our skills in order to make the world better for ourselves. And if we're just going to lean on faith, we're going to lean on faith and not lean on the resource that God provides us. I'm sorry, preacher man. Any preacher man who hears this, but that's stupid. That's like saying, hey, I'm going to pray the pain away. I ain't going to go to the doctor. We're going to cast these demons out, but we're not going to go to therapy. I'm going to pray myself in the shade, but I ain't going to go running, running, running. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there is a time and a place to connect with God. And there's a time and place to talk to God. But you also have to use the resources that God provides you in order to get yourself to where you need to be. And speaking of which, man, resources, leverage and all of that. The resource man himself 
is talking absolutely crazy. Like, I makes me sick. Let me play this real quick. I want to go to the NFL after this. Like, legitimately, just to play, like, safety and just deck people. <laughs> no, I swear to God. I'm about to bring hello ratings to whatever team I'm on. <laughs> Do you think you coming into the NFL would be the equivalent of, like, when an NFL player says, I'm going to try to box now? No, because I played football my whole life. I have the size, the power. I can knock people out with one punch. So why can't I play free, why can't I play free safety? At the end of the day, it's coverage, knowing your plays, and then just being fast and willing to sacrifice your body to make a tackle. Hey, Jake Paul. Stop. Stop. There are guys who played college football who can't make the NFL. There are guys who got drafted who couldn't make the NFL. There are guys who were on practice squads who can't make the NFL. There are guys who are bigger than you, stronger than you, faster than you who can't make the NFL. Uh, who cares if you bring ratings? Guess what? The NFL gets ratings. Yeah. Most popular show on TV. They get ratings. They don't need you. And if you're trying to leverage ratings to come to the NFL, uh, fuck you. <laughs> okay? If, if, if that's what you want to do, man. Uh, it's not like the NBA who, who struggles to, gra to grab ratings on a day-to-day -day basis because it's not urgent. It's not like uh, baseball who struggles to grab national ratings because it's not urgent nationally. It's the NFL. Most popular show on TV. And if you think that all it takes is you showing up, being in shape, I'm strong, I can knock people out, and so I can hit them. Look, man, I know a lot of people who can knock people out, but couldn't knock nothing out on the football field. Yeah, bro, like, it's bullies out here who bully bullies, but they get on that football field and they getting bullied. Yeah, exactly, Jake Paul. So you need to stop it. And the problem, my problem with it is it's so disrespectful to the craft. It's so disrespectful to those who play the game, who bust their ass their entire life to get there. Yes, you're making it work in boxing. Why? Because nobody cares about boxing. Nobody gives a shit about boxing. Sorry. You're making boxing cool because there aren't any brash fighters that we care about. I mean, we especially at the heavyweight, you know, the heavier guys. But you're not even beating up boxers. You're beating up UFC fighters and celebrities. So when you start beating boxers, real boxers, active boxers, then you think about joining the NFL, the best football league in, in, in the world, right? I said today that Baker Mayfield, the best, his best place of being a starter, being successful is in the USFL, and he won a Heisman Trophy, and he's gotten to the playoffs in the NFL, and you think you can show up? I could just hit people. You're fired. You're fired. Fuck out of here, Jake Paul. You're terrible. You know why I gave Jake Paul my.